It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Cooper Cup left practice with an injury, and we've got the latest. Which Rams receivers need to step up in his absence and a newly signed Rams receiver that's standing out early in training camp? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your two-time Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Rams YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button. We're trying to get to 8,000 subscribers before preseason, just past 7,000 a few weeks ago, thanks to you. And let us know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how concerned are you with Cooper Cup's injury? My name is Doug McCain. My friends call me DMAC. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade. The Lakers for SI, the Dodgers for Dodgers Nation. And now I'm covering the Rams for Locked On. And I continue to ride solo this week because Travis Rogers, he's on vacation. The People's Champ will be back next week. But we've got a jam-packed show for you. In our third segment, a newly signed Rams receiver that's standing out during training camp. What kind of role could he have for this team? In our second segment, what will the Rams do if Cooper Cup has to miss significant time, how should the Rams handle Cup's injury? But in our first segment, Cooper Cup, he leaves practice with an injury, and we've got an update. But before we do that, just a reminder, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash on today to get started. So let's get right into it. Yesterday, Rams all-world wide receiver Cooper Cup, he left practice early due to an undisclosed injury. There was some fear about the severity of the injury and what could have happened. Well, we did receive an update today. NFL Inside Adam Schefter, he tweeted out, Rams wide receiver Cooper Cub left practice early with a hamstring injury on Tuesday night, and the team is uncertain how long he will be sidelined. He'll go on to tweet, Rams wide receiver Cooper Cub underwent an MRI on his hamstring, and while the team will be very cautious with him, one source said he potentially could be back for scrimmages in a few weeks. So that is some good news, because when it happened, you fear the worst. Non-contact injuries before the pads are on, you fear 
the worst. We're not going to say what those injuries are. It's like Voldemort and Harry Potter. You don't mention that name. The injuries that should not be named. But we saw what happened in 2021 with Cam Akers. We saw what happened with this team last year when they were decimated with injuries. So the fact that it is, it is a hamstring injury, not anything worse than that. Nothing season-ending. That definitely is a little bit of a sigh of relief. But still, you don't want it to linger. You don't want him to have to deal with it. And you hope that he can get back on the field as soon as possible. Now, Sean McVay, he was asked about it after practice, and McVay said he looked like he came up a little bit in a red zone route. I just know they told me he was out of practice. I hope he's okay, but I mean, we got to be able to go to practice. Guys have to be able to step up, and obviously, we're much better when he's here, and you hope he's going to be okay. But if he's not, I mean, we'll see what happens. But the practice had to go on, and that's what happened today. Now, if you go on Twitter, you can find the video where Cup suffered the injury, and it looks pretty harmless. He's running a standard route, and you can see him pull up early before finishing that route. It was really well defended, by the way, and he knows something's up. He knows something's not right. You can see him walking off, and the good thing is that he knows it right away. He doesn't continue to practice, and then you can really start the treatment process and getting back on the field. But this team absolutely needs Cooper Cup. This team will not have success if he misses significant time. He can't miss four, five, six games. They absolutely need him in there. He's an essential part of this offense. Look, the Avengers, you need the Avengers Prime, right? You need Thor. You need Captain America. You need Iron Man. If you miss one of those guys, you're probably not going to defeat Thanos, right? So you need him in this offense in the worst way. And we know how great of a receiver he is. In 2021, he led the NFL in catches, yards, touchdowns. He was the Offensive Player of the Year. He had 145 catches, 1,946 yards, 16 touchdowns. Then in the postseason, 478 yards, six touchdowns in four games. I mean, he had 191 targets that season. That was 22 more than Devontae Adams. So that is how essential he is to this offense. And then, of course, we know what happened last season. He had 98 targets in nine games. He was on pace for pretty much close to the same amount of targets in 2022 as 2021. He missed the final eight games of the season due to that ankle injury. And it just wasn't the same for this Rams offense when he went down with the ankle sprain he had accounted for 35 percent of the Rams scrimmage yards that is how integral he was to this Rams offense and really helping Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay really put up points and without him we saw they really tailspin towards the end of the season so really that is the key for me because we know that he's essentially the offensive version of Aaron Donald where defenses they're geared up to try to stop him and if you can stop Cooper Cup there's a good chance you can have success against this Rams offense. So when it comes to this injury, yes, it's definitely something that's a concern because you don't want it to linger. I mean, I saw it. I was doing the Michael Scott. No, please, God, no, no. I was like, here, take my hamstring, right? But you want him to get back to 100% before he steps back on the field and does anything football-related. So I think, one, Hold Cooper Cup out until the Monday before the first game. To me, that's what you need to do. He has nothing to prove. He has nothing to gain out there. We know what he's capable of. Yes, you want to see him continue to build rapport and build chemistry with Matthew Stafford and some of the other receivers out there as far as him being a mentor and showing an example of how to do things the right way. But this is Cooper Cup we're talking about. He's your all-world wide receiver, and you just can't afford to have him miss significant time during the season. So I say hold him out as long 
long as you need to. I think he's been going very hard in practice. Like I said, he has nothing to prove. I don't know if you need to explore some other ways to keep him healthy, some yoga, some Pilates. We know how much success Tom Brady and Jerry Rice had with that to extend their careers working with bands. So I don't know if there's other techniques that you can use to make sure he's healthy. But once you get north of 30, those little knick-knack injuries start to pile up. So is that a concern? I think it possibly could be. But this is also a good opportunity to try to nip that in the bud and try to address that now so it doesn't linger. Because hamstring injuries, they tend to be nagging. And they're pretty much the lesser of the non-contact injuries. So like I said earlier, that's a good thing. But like I said, you have to nip this in the bud. You can't have this linger for an entire season because that's going to be costly to this offense. I mean, that's a house of cards situation for the Rams because Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, that trio needs to play. I think they need to play as close to 50 games as possible. I'm hoping about 51 games total with those three, and then I think this team has a decent chance of making the playoffs. But it's a house of cards situation. One of those guys goes down, they're in trouble in a major way. I think you look at Stafford as the number one priority, right? You can't lose him because we know QB1, that's most important position in all of sports, but Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup, they're not far behind. They are absolutely essential to this team's success this season, and I think you have to handle with caution. You have to proceed with caution with Cooper Cup. You can't have this linger. You have to get him back to 100%, and I think you hold him out as long as you need to. I don't want to see him until the regular season, whether it be practice or preseason. We know that was likely anyway, but I think you need to do what's best for the future of this team, and I think you hold him out, because like I said, he accounted for 35% of the Rams scrimmage yards last year when he went down. I mean, that is how significant he is. 35%, and that's what defense is geared to stop him. They try to do everything in their power to stop him, and even with that, he accounted for 35%. He was still on pace to have over 140 catches and 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. So even after that elite season, one of the greatest seasons we've ever seen from a receiver there in 2021, he was still continuing that. He was really not having a drop-off in production. And you know I bring my facts to the fight. And last year, despite missing eight games, he still almost doubled the next closest Rams receiver in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He finished with 75 receptions for 812 yards and six TDs. The next closest Rams receiver was Ben Skoranek with 39 receptions for 376 yards. Van Jefferson, of course, he was the closest with three touchdowns, and he missed a good chunk of the season. And so he is as important to the Rams offense as a receiver as any receiver is to their offense around the National Football League. He's absolutely essential. They need him back and they need him healthy for the entire year for this Rams offense to have success. So A, hopefully this is nothing serious. B, hopefully it won't linger. And C, hopefully that they handle this with absolute caution and he doesn't see the field until he's at 100%. So that to me is the most important thing. But coming up next on Locked On, Rams. How will Cooper Cup's injury impact the Rams receivers at training camp and who has the biggest opportunity because of him out? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. But first, let's talk a little bit about our friends over at FanDuel. You can take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet and bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets win or lose. That's betting $200 on betting everything. 
from the money line to the over-under to which Dodger will hit the first home run. That's all done on an app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly, and there's no better place to bet Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and go to FanDuel.com to get $200 back in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official betting partner of Major League Baseball. Make every moment more. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $200 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are off and running here on Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube. So if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Rams YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like button. Trying to get to 8,000 subscribers before preseason begins. Hit 7,000 a few weeks ago. Thanks to you. And let us know, who do you think is going to be the Rams wide receiver? for two and three and also a special shout out to our everyday listeners we appreciate you watching every episode listening to every episode and you can be an everyday listener too. join the club membership is free and you won't miss a thing about your los angeles rams so here in our second segment we're going to discuss how the absence of cooper cup during training camp is going to impact this wide receivers room well first thing we have to do is look back at last year and look back at who got more targets who got more opportunities well it was wasn't even a Rams wide receiver because after Cooper Cup went down, he missed the final eight games of the season. It was tight end Tyler Higby that saw his usage increase. He had 43 targets. He gained 235 yards on 28 catches. So they went to Tyler Higby. It wasn't another receiver because we know that Van Jefferson, he wasn't Van Jefferson until the end of the year. He was still dealing with injuries. And even when he returned, he wasn't the guy that we had hoped he would be the guy that we saw flashes of in 2021. And then you look at Tutu Atwell. He had 31 targets. Ben Skoranek had 22 targets. So you look at that final eight games, no one really stepped up and just took that position. They took the opportunity because the quarterback play wasn't right, right? Matthew Stafford, he also missed significant time last year. And it wasn't until Baker Mayfield towards the end of the year that guys like Tutu Atwell had a quarterback that could get him the ball. They could stretch the field and throw that deep ball and give him opportunity. So I think the number one thing I want want to see is Van Jefferson continue to step up and take that WR2 position, take that bull by the horns and say, this is my year. This is my free agent season. This is my contract season. I want to make the most of that opportunity because we know he's a viable deep threat. We know that he mixes well with Cooper Cup, who's in the slot and you got him on the outside. If you can take advantage of that, then when Cup comes back, then I think this offense is going to be in a good position. But that really is the big question is, what do you 
do with Van Jefferson right now during practice? Do you have him on the outside? Do you have him as the slot? Do one of these other receivers continue to emerge and take that other outside receiver role so that when Cooper Cup is back, you have three established receivers there that you know you're going to go with. Guys like Demarcus Robinson, Van Jefferson on the outside, and then Cooper Cup there in the slot. Or do one of these other receivers emerge? A 2-2 Atwell, Ben Skoranek, a Puka Nakua. That's kind of the big question I have because you look at all three of those guys. They have very different skill sets. We know 2-2 Atwell. This guy is 2-2 fast, 2-2 furious. He can take the top off of defense. He's a blazing speed guy that definitely could benefit from having a Matthew Stafford for a full season. A guy that can throw that deep ball. A guy that can hit him deep. Remember that catch against the Cowboys, the first of his career. He has flashed the potential. I think he has underrated hands. I think you can use him in gadget plays as well. And you have Ben Skoranek, a guy that's big. He's physical. Got the hands. He can move the chains. You can line him up in the backfield. He can hit blocks. So that's definitely a benefit. And then Puka Nakua has a lot of tools too. A lot of physical tools. He can be someone that can do a lot of different things. A little bit of a Swiss Army Knife player, right? He can do a lot of things back there and make catches. Big contested ball catching guy. We know that you can also line him up in the backfield. There's been a lot of talk about him being Robert Woods 2.0. Or do you just mix and match? Do you kind of go to guys in different spots when you're looking for different concepts and different formations? If you want a deep ball threat, you go to 2-2. If you want to move the chains, you go to Puka. You go to Skoranek. If you want to Go out of the backfield, you go to Puka and Skronik, and if you want more of a big physical type, Skronik's the guy. So, yeah, I think that's an option for them, but I think the big development during training camp has been the emergence of Demarcus Robinson, the Rams' free agent wide receiver that they signed. He was on the Ravens last season. He has turned heads during training camp. He has been one of the standouts, and if he continues to play well and continues to impress coaches, and this team is looking for a veteran, and none of those other guys truly step up, Robinson is someone that has played well. He's someone that's had success in this league. He's someone that does not miss games. He stays healthy. He posts. So that's something you want to consider as well, especially when you factor in that, yeah, Cooper Cup, he's had some really solid receivers, right? You're talking about stars, the Robert Woods of the world, the Odell Beckham Juniors of the world. Lots of guys that have performed well alongside him even last year. Allen Robinson, he was the big free agent signing. It just didn't work out. But Van Jefferson is someone who's going to get his opportunity this year. We're going to see, is he a true wide receiver too in this league? Right now, I have a lot of faith that he is. I think the talent is there. It's just the consistency. Is he going to bring it each and every play? Is he going to make all the plays. He's going to do the little things because I think that's really the number one thing. But another benefit of this too is that Matthew Stafford can continue to build rapport. He can continue to build chemistry with some of these young Rams wide receivers because last year we know he was on a pitch count. He was throwing towels. He was doing all these things other than throwing a football, other than throwing dimes out there because he was on that pitch count. He They didn't have him on a program where he could throw every single down, every single practice rep. That just wasn't going to happen and we also know he's not going to play during the preseason. So you need to build chemistry at some point. You need to have a quarterback in Matthew Stafford that's confident in his other weapons, that he's confident in throwing to receivers, not wearing number 10. And we know that Cooper Cup's elite. They're not going to be Cooper Cup. Let's accept that at this point. This is the group project. He's going to be doing a lion's share of the work. He's going to be the reason why this receiving group gets an A at the end of the year and makes the honor roll. But still, these other guys have to step up. 
club if this team is going to truly be a success this season. And the good thing is that Cooper Cup's going to open things up for these guys, too, when he's healthy. I mean, his footwork, his route running is otherworldly. His timing is perfect. Quick breaks, his use of leverage. However, the one thing that puts him above the rest is that football IQ, his knowledge of the game. Cup's ability to see the entire field like a quarterback, that allows him to see openings that no matter how quick the defender's feet are, his knowledge of defenses gives him the edge to anticipate defenders' movements, which makes him appear quicker than others. So, yeah, his attention to detail, grinding out of the sail routes and just looking back so soon. I mean, he has such a great ability out there that he's going to open things up for the rest of these receivers. So I think it's a big opportunity for the rest of this receiving core to get those reps, especially with Matthew Stafford, to impress coaches. And then when Cup is back, you have a better receiving core because of it. But coming up on Locked On Rams, which Rams wide receiver has been the biggest standout during training camp? That's coming up next on Locked On Rams. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, definitely subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the like button, and let us know. Do you think Demarcus Robinson can have a role on this team? How high are you on him? And another shout-out to our everyday listeners. We appreciate you watching every episode, listening to every episode, and you can be an everyday listener, too. All you have to do is subscribe, watch every episode, and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. But here in our third segment, we're talking about a training camp standout in Demarcus Robinson. The receiver they picked up on the free agent market late before training camp is impressing his coaches. He's impressing his teammates. He's impressing the broadcasters that cover the team. The voice of the Rams, J.B. Long, he tweeted out, from now on, assume Demarcus Robinson had a highlight at Rams camp until we note the day he doesn't. So if you've been paying attention to the Rams Instagram, to the Rams Twitter page, to any of their social media accounts, you're seeing tons of highlight catches, highlight plays from Demarcus Robinson. The one that stands out is the Stetson Bennett throw where it's a tiny bit underthrown, but he makes a great adjustment on the ball, gets his hands out there and makes the grab. So he's been absolutely impressing. And I think there's a decent chance that he cars out a role for this team. Sean McVay had this to say about about Demarcus Robinson. It's not too big for him. There's been a lot of opportunities where he's kind of been the primary on some of these things, and he's just got a good look in his eye. I mean, he's got a good swagger. You can just see the way that he even just moves around the field. He's got confidence. You like those guys that want the ball. You can feel he's got that nice kind of edge where he's not afraid to go or do anything other than go attack an opportunity to make a play. If it doesn't go his way, he's like, I can't wait for the next opportunity opportunity. That's the mindset you want to have on this team as a whole. And I've really liked what I've seen from DeMarcus. So he's got the Sean McVay stamp of approval so far. So that's definitely a big plus. And yes, there was another Robinson 
that had a lot of hype last season that was performing well during training camp, and we saw how that worked out. But the key difference here is Matthew Stafford is participating during this training camp. He's building that chemistry and rapport and familiarity with Demarcus Robinson. So that's why I think it's totally different. Also, too, we're not talking about someone that has all the pressure of being your big offseason free agent acquisition. This is someone who is on a minimum type of contract. When they originally signed him, I saw a lot of fans out there saying, okay, is he a Jag Justin or other guy? Is he a camp body? Is he a veteran presence that's coming in there to try to compete for a spot? I think the fact that he's caught the attention of his coaches so early on, that tells me that one, there's a really good chance that he's going to make this 53-man roster, and two, I think it work his way into this wide receivers rotation with the way that he's playing and the fact that some of these younger guys haven't really stepped up this early. So I like what I'm seeing so far from Demarcus Robinson, and there's some things that really stand out to me when you look at his past. And one, it's that he has not missed a game in his NFL career. This guy has remained healthy. He's been available. And coming off of last season where they were ravaged by injuries, that's definitely a plus. And then two, he's versatile. You've seen him as a punt returner, as a kick returner. He can do that. If you look at the year he had last year with the Ravens, he actually led the Ravens with 458 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Now, why is that? Well, one, Baltimore, of course, is a run-heavy team. And then two, when they do put in the air, it's usually going towards all-pro tight end, Mr. Mark Andrews. So there's that. But also, too, Lamar Jackson, he missed significant time due to that PCL injury. It really wasn't the same Ravens offense. So yeah, those numbers were low. Make no mistake about it. But he's someone that's had success. He has production in this league. Back in 2019, when he was on that Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl, he had 449 yards, had four touchdowns as a backup. So yeah, he's a professional. I think that he's someone that can absolutely help this team. He was active all 17 games last year. He had catches in all but two games. Here's something else, too. According to his next-gen stats, Robinson was given an average cushion of seven yards at the line of scrimmage in 2022. That was the 10th biggest of any player. So he's really good at generating separation. We saw that when Patrick Mahomes was his quarterback. In 2020, he ranked third in average separation, 4.2 yards. So there is stuff to like when you look at Demarcus Robinson. Him as a deep threat, not the biggest burner, a 459. 40-yard dash, but he has football speed. He can gain separation. He's durable. He's reliable. So even if he's on the practice squad, if someone goes down, he's someone you can plug right in and he can produce. So definitely high on the idea of Demarcus Robinson. I like the idea of a veteran that we've seen production from in the past. And this is a team that I think is trying to win this season. I think this is an offense that's trying to silence the critics and prove the doubters wrong. I think Matthew Stafford is fired up. I think Cooper Cup is fired up. So the most important thing right now, though, is getting Cooper Cup back on that field. They need their all-worldwide receiver. And then you can focus on some of the complimentary pieces around him. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Rams. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And until next time, whose house? It's Locked On Rams house. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.